Hi guys, this is Lyra here. Hi guys, Mazen here. Welcome to episode 2 of ReaderPod. So kicking things off, we just want to say thank you to all of you who sent us feedback with our last episode. Seriously, we were overwhelmed by that amazing response you guys gave and the feedback as well. So thank you so much to everybody who responded to us both on Facebook, Instagram and everywhere else. We are taking your feedback into account and you will see in the coming episodes like we will be building a stable platform by doing a lot more experimentation in the coming weeks as well. So kicking things off Lyro, did you hear about what happened to Redline? Um I believe they opened up a new place, right? Well, technically they did, but it's more accurate. I think I would say that they moved out to a new place. All right. So, Why is that? So previously they were at MC Majestic City okay. and they moved out to a new place in Joseph's Lane which yes. is a lot bigger there's a space for their technical division along with the space to showcase all the PCs they build as well. Right. So right. you know that you know about Redline yeah I mean yeah, yeah 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 so these guys build you know high end gaming PCs they built a niche for it but interestingly that at MC they had a few problems apparently. What do you mean? Well not problems but rather challenges because of the location for one thing The store at MC was small like they could showcase their PCs and stuff but they couldn't keep their technical division there so it was okay. in in Unity Plaza across right. the street but yes, everybody okay. whenever they need to repair something they mm-hmm. first go to MC and then after that you know be redirected to Unity but then again wouldn't um, Majestic City would actually give them more visibility it did but anyways of course they have built their name amongst their niche yeah true true and true this place that. isn't that far but also another thing interestingly was the staircases MC. What do you mean? So you know the PCs Redline builds. It's like you're talking about a four one leg PC, and those things are heavy. Now, for most people, it was like you know, you come the car, you park downstairs, then you climb three flights of stairs, take the PC, and then you have to struggle carrying it down another again down those three flights of stairs. Those are heavy. Yes, they are. Yeah. So now <laughs> this new place is like all in one floor. It's a lot bigger. Everything's there, and they have right, room for right. parking as well. So. Things are a little bit fun. All right, okay. So as long as there's parking, I guess we're in much of a more quality there's no three flights of stairs. Yes, that's very convenient. Speaking of convenient, now the government actually introduced a new service called EROC. It works. Um yes, so far so good. Surprisingly. Wow, okay. Yeah. So, okay, for those of you who don't know, now um Company registration is something you know that most people find a bit hectic. Simply That's because an understatement. Yes, an understatement. Yes, simply because you have to submit so many forms and you know you just have to keep on going to the uh, company registrars few few times. So with EROC, what they've done so far is actually uh, you can actually log log on to their website right now and check on few things now. You can check. stuff like you know uh, whether whether like okay say for example you want to register a company and you have a name in mind um you go to the website and you you know type in this name and see if there are already registered companies or whether it's you know whether yeah. the name is available reservation uh, that sort of thing so uh, it's yeah. it's not a com- i wouldn't say it's a complete end-to-end solution to the current problem where you have to spend days going to the company registrars um, doing doing all this Uh, but what i can say is this probably makes the process a lot more easier now with so like as in you still have to go to the registrar to finish the registration process yes you still do that oh, is man. yeah that is still a bit inconvenient but then again this is a good start 
having said that we say we say this for a lot of the government initiatives yeah that's what actually you see i'm actually surprised when you said this works because there was another government initiative that popped up this week on twitter which was the open data initiative oh yes now i've seen a couple of people yeah, tweeting about that yeah i mean you showed me those tweets and everybody was you know praising it as a good initiative but yeah i really can't stand that thing man like thing is now the open data initiative we actually kicked it off in 2014 that's 4 years ago yes. and we wrote about it back then as well Yes, we still have those articles. So, if you think we are lying, you can just go ahead now yeah. and check them out. Yeah, like, dude, everything we do is hundred percent accurate. I stand by that. Like, I will, I'm willing to be shot for that. But this four years ago, returned to the open data initiative. We said that you know, it was a good start, even though the data back then was outdated. We're talking that in 2014, the data on that website was dated back to 2012. Okay, tell me, has it? This is still outdated. <laughs> What do you think the answer to that is, dude? Obviously, it's still outdated. And by that, I mean it, the data is still dated back to 2012. Now, the website, of course, they moved it from previously gov.lk from when it was launched right. to a new site called data.gov.lk. Like yes, I saw the, the new website. Yeah, the website's so, actually pretty nice. <laughs> the website's nice, but that's the only thing that's changed. The data is still ancient, and at this point, it's useless. And Yeah, I mean, this is the problem I would say with most of the digital projects we have. Like, let's just take a look. I mean, it doesn't matter which government we've had; they all messed up digitally. Like, you have the Google loan fiasco, the NPP travesty, yes. and the start of this year there was the e-local government. Like, I don't even. I'm sorry that, that I'm sorry that that's that, just a joke, man. I'm yeah. I'm sorry. That was that. that Not was to undermine anybody's efforts here, but if you're doing something, you're gonna make a big scene out of these things. You need yeah. to make sure these things happen properly. Yeah, and then you had the controversial Facebook ban, and now of course this is resurfacing. Like, seriously, open data is great in theory, which means you know the government would publish all its data online for everybody to see. However, outdated data is not open data. Outdated data is useless to everybody, and I don't know. Like, it's just frustrating, man. I mean. Somebody should be doing something about this, but I probably, in all confidence, can say that I have no confidence in any government to change this because they are all too busy passing no confidence motions against each other. Uh huh. Yes. Yeah. So it, it, the state of digital with our governments is sad. I don't so, know what, what. What? See, I don't know why. What the problem? I'm not sure what the problem is. Why aren't any? Why isn't anybody taking this seriously? I mean. If you if you remember okay, this reminds me if you if you remember back back when the Independence Day celebrations was going on you know how they were planning to have this laptop dance and all that oh my god that's stuff. so cringe what really yeah thank god that didn't happen yeah luckily they caught it yeah but that reminded me of something uh, okay this is not to bash anyone but these are just pure facts you're stating uh, what our digital dear digital minister honorable Harin Fernando said. Remember, we had digitization. Where he said digitization is not a joke. <laughs> oh yeah, it's not just the, about. I, I remember the meme. I remember the meme. Yes, it's not just about a, a balloon. Think you're referring to the obviously the balloon project. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, they themselves say it's not a. You yeah. take this as a joke, and they're taking it very seriously. But I don't see them taking it very seriously either. Yeah, I mean, if 
I mean, it's, if they were taken seriously, this is probably the easiest thing they could do. I mean, it's just a matter of all the government agencies just digitizing their data and publishing it on a website. I mean, and it's not like uh, it's not been done before. Like yeah. back in 2015, when we again spoke about this, we com- we looked at India. At the time, yeah. India had about 12,000 data sets online in their open data initiative. Yeah. And I just checked recently and now they have over 160,000. Um, and we are still at 89. Um, yeah. Clearly we have better things to do, Margin. We do? Really? Like what? Apparently we do. Like what? Passing no confidence portions against each other? Yes. Like you realize how important that is? Okay, that's right. No confidence in you. Okay, I don't know how where this is going, but okay. <laughs> yeah, but that's the state of digital with our government here in Sri Lanka. It's bad. It's bad. But one civil lining you could say is that one of these projects is actually doing okay. That is, if you remember, the digital health project. Oh, yeah. Like, I still got a scar to prove that it works. Yes. So, yeah. So, fair yes. enough. Yes. yes. There are stuff that are yeah, happening. Then, okay, I accept. Like, there are exceptions to the rule. Yes. Like, to ex- there are exceptions to every rule. And granted, even this one. Yes. Alright, so okay, uh, moving on. Now, we'll looking at the international scene, there's one thing that uh, you know we've been seeing all over Facebook um, for the past few days. I would say, like, and on that topic, I think the most tragic thing that's been going around has been the shooting at YouTube. Yeah, so as the story goes, uh, from what I've read, uh, the shooter, the female shooter, is actually a YouTube content creator. Yeah, she um, she was. So she was apparently the motive was that she was frustrated and felt that YouTube was censoring her. So apparently that was the motive for the shooting. But right. of course we don't know. Apparently she killed herself. And but the good news is that there were no deaths. There were three injuries, and yeah, two people have been released from hospital, but one people is still in serious condition, and we hope the person recovers soon. Yeah. I don't know, man. US really need to get their gun control. Shit. They do. They do. It's yes. I mean, it's it's a big problem there, but uh, I seriously don't know why they're not taking this. Even after all these things happening, now this whole gun, this whole gun violence issue is popping up in Silicon Valley also. It's affecting the tech community as well. I th- no, I would say it's affected everyone from all walks of life, but that's something for them to seriously consider. But on a lighter side, of course, did you hear the news about the Nexus? I mean, sorry, the Pixel phone. Um, they announced the Pixel 2 some time back, Marzi. No, Lahiro, I'm referring to the mid-range Pixel. So, huh? okay, since you're not aware, apparently there was a report that was recently published that said there might be a mid-range pixel smartphone that's aimed at the Indian market and in price sensitive markets like India. All I hear is, okay, we're giving you a nice phone for Sri Lankans. <laughs> I would love that because, dude, like, let's just take a look at phones today. I mean, today you don't have that killer phone in the 40,000 to 60,000 range, the mid-range, like, yeah. that that just blew everyone away like the old days now do you recall the Nexus? yes everybody remembers the Nexus I, I remember it fondly because my favourite phone of that I've ever owned is the Nexus 5 so, I think that's true for most people who had a Nexus back in the day yeah I mean like no the reason I'm saying that was because it hit all the markers 
This is a phone that even after three, two, three years of use, never lagged. In an era when Android phones were famous for lagging, and the camera took great pictures. I mean, even today, those pictures still look really good. They're on Instagram. You can see they they they've aged well. They don't look blurry or anything. They look good. And even at the price point, I mean, I paid forty-five thousand for that phone, and it gave everything. Of it never lagged. It had a great camera, and most importantly. Android updates, like it was pure Android updates. None of that. Oh, and yes. Yeah, it's like every time, like you know, when we were Google I/O, like we all, me and Marsh, we both had Nexus fives. Ah. So like we were always screaming like yes, like whenever they announced a new feature, like we knew we would be getting it like the very next day. Like we downloaded the developer preview, installed, and we'd be playing with those features. Meanwhile, you know, everybody else was waiting six months and then another <laughs> two more months yes. to you know get those updates. Yeah, I mean, I really hope that. So okay, the Pixel mid-range phone. So like, nothing's official yet. No, sadly, nothing is official yet. But this comes from a report by the Economic Times, right. which got insights from executives that apparently attended a meeting with Google, uh-huh. and Google has stated that they're going to be more aggressively entering price-sensitive markets like India. They'll be. Okay. Uh, So they'll be introducing their Google Home speakers, the Nest thermostats, and possibly a mid-range Pixel smartphone as well. And honestly, I think we really need Google to introduce one. Yes, it's been a long time since we had a proper mid-range phone. Yeah, yeah, I mean not just with the Nexus lineup. I mean, if you recall, like after Google, you know, with the Nexus 6P and the Pixel said we're gonna go after the iPhone with a flagship phone that's gonna blow everybody's minds away, and it did. Pixel yeah, had exactly. Pixel yeah. even today has the great one of the greatest cameras in smartphones, if not the greatest camera right now. The video recorder. Oh yes, I forgot about that. Yeah. But even then, the great camera, it has great performance, pure Android, everything. It's but then it has the, you know that expensive price tag. We thought you know OnePlus would originally you know take its place after Google decided to do this, <sighs> but yeah, I mean the OnePlus One that was a flagship killer. That's why we thought, you know, Nexus is dead, but we will have OnePlus. Yeah. And then came the OnePlus 3K and OnePlus Ultra. Yeah, guys, we are also going to go with the flagship phone that's going to be very expensive. Ah, but then again, at least OnePlus 5K decent. Decent, but still flagship. <sighs> yeah, I guess so. Well, fingers crossed that we could announce something yeah, official pretty yeah, soon. I hope so because if Google does it, all I can say is just Google. Shut the f- up! Just take it. Just take it. Uh, <laughs> All right then. Okay, so that pretty much wraps up uh, what we have this week. Okay, before before we, we sign off, are you sure you aren't forgetting one thing? Yes, I was just about to announce that, man. Ah, okay, thank you. <laughs> okay, so before we sign off, uh, we want to tell you about uh, this particular event that uh, is coming up tomorrow. That's Uh, the seventh of April. Um, that's for those of you who will be listening us later. Uh, it's a uh, women will event at uh, organized by uh, JBG Colombo. Um, so We've got a great panel of speakers, yes, and it it's happening at the Hive tomorrow. Yeah. Yes, it's happening at the Hive tomorrow. So, uh, if you want to know more details about this, you can go ahead and check out our events page on. Uh, On our website at readme.lk, and there are a few other more events popping up uh, in the coming weeks as well. So go ahead, uh, check them out. Um, okay, so that pretty much wraps up uh, 
second episode right yeah wow, that okay. wraps up our second episode so once again thank you all for who's been listening to us and supporting us please do share your feedback and comments with this episode because we really listen to all of that and we really appreciate all that feedback thank you all right then that's see you next time that's a wrap